Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Taylor. Our campaign is Masks of Nyarlathotep. It was written by Larry Dottilio, Lynn Willis, Mike Mason, Lynn Hardy, Paul Fricker, and Scott Dorward, and it's available from Chaosium. Our game master is Morgan Llewellyn, and this is episode 12. Our recap will be given by Brian and Zane as their characters. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness, guys. February 20th, a month from the horrible happenings at the Juju house and Christopher's unfortunate passing. By coincidence, it is also the end of Hauser's mental treatment and the arrival of Christopher's best friend, Theodore Gracie. We received word that Theodore would arrive at 3 p.m. I elected to meet him and bring him up to speed and was silently thanking my foresight to wear a tie for at 4.58, a car pulled up to the front and, and an immaculately dressed man stepped out. Hello, you must be, you must be Theodore Gacy, Gracie, sorry. Gracie, yes, yes. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm Frederick Chapman. Ah, oh, Mr. Chapman, yes. Uh, Christopher folk, uh, spoke very fondly of you, yes. Yes, uh, he, we, we disagreed on uh, a few things, primarily just the barn. I'm, I'm sure he's <laughs> told you about that. Yes, yes, uh, I know of all your uh, uh, adventures in Peru, uh, Though uh, Christopher was uh, a very uh, good friend of mine, I, I, I appreciate he can sometimes be a bit brash and uh, <laughs> do things without thinking. Uh, I no, do he, wish we he, were... he fit in. He fit in well with our our band of misfits. Yes, I'm excited um, to meet you all. I, I obviously wish I was meeting you all in uh, happier circumstances, but um... certainly. Yes. Uh, well, here let's head up to the house to. It's getting colder out here. Of course, of course. <clears throat> so, uh, when was the when was the last time you would have heard from him? Uh, uh, last I received uh, correspondence, you and him were actually driving up to uh, uh, to Harvard, I believe it was. Was it Harvard? Oh, okay. All right. Then uh, much much has transpired that you don't know of. Well. Um. Immediately after Hart, after Harvard, we um, Harvard came up very short. They didn't have the book or any idea where the book was. Yes. Um, we did. Well, our separate groups discovered the name of the cult, the uh, the the particular sect. Yes. Um. That's about it. That happened there. Um, we did, well, Octavius managed to, uh, finagle a deal with the sister of the missing, the missing, uh, expedition person. Ah, Erica. Um, and Erica yes, Carla. yes, yes. Oh, good. You, did you uh, read that in the papers or? Uh, no, we've, uh, me and Erica have crossed paths in, in the oh. past, yes. All right. Well, it'd be good to... Good to have more character witnesses. Um, I, uh, between you and me, I don't quite trust her, but. Um, so she's she's helped us. Uh, she actually sold Octavius a number of books from her brother's collection. Uh, 
they seem to be mostly occult in nature. I've perused them a little bit. Ghastly stuff. I'm quite glad I don't speak any French. Um, ah, well, for, uh, luck has it. Uh, I do speak French, and uh, mm. definitely would uh, like to uh, have a look through those books, if I may, at some point. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm certain we'll have plenty of time. I must ask, um, when I spoke to, to Ramsey over the phone, uh, he wasn't able to give me much information as to how exactly Christopher passed. Uh, I, I, all he would tell me was that uh, there was some involvement with a crooked police officer and uh, a juju house. Yes. Uh, well, so we we scoped out the police precinct in Harlem, and yes. Christopher. I, I'm not certain what he was thinking. Uh, it might have been a stroke of brilliance or just bad luck, but he he, went, he flagged down a, a passing police officer and talked with him for a moment, and he talked his way inside. Um, about an hour and a half later... Excuse me. Um, about an hour and a half later... Hauser and I noticed that, well, he, he wasn't exiting, he wasn't leaving. So we walked around the back and we noticed a two, two detectives, um, one which very uh, appropriately matched the description of uh, Captain Robson and some, some men wearing uh, work uniforms, loading a crate into a, a van. I see. We were unfortunately on foot, um, and this—I I can't help but feel that if we had thrown a little bit of caution to the wind and flagged a cab and just had him follow him, we might have been able to save Chris but I, I recognized the work uniforms as the uh, belonging to the export company and a quick logical leap that proved to be wrong. Um, I assumed that they were taking the crate and Christopher to the harbor. Ah, I see, I see. When, so you when believed we discovered, that uh, yes. Christopher was in the crate and uh, they were taking him to... Uh, the shipping company, I see. Yes. Um, I, I had read a few pulps, and I, I imagine my imagination got the better of me there. In hindsight, I would have wished I would have wished the uh, the icy grasp of the, of the harbor over his actual fate. Um, we Sorry, we when we didn't when we noticed that the van wasn't at the harbor, we immediately went to the Juju house, and it was it was too late. They had unloaded the crate, 
we were we were outnumbered at the time um two versus three the element of surprise gone so we we called in for some backup um about an hour later we were able to uh discuss were, were you informed of uh detective pool no uh i just all i was told was that uh Christopher met his demise uh, due to the hands of a, a corrupt police officer who I'm assuming mm. is this Captain Robson. Yes, and, uh, yes, Robson. There was an altercation between uh, you and some cultists at the Juju house. Well, an, an altercation is a, a slight understatement. Um, but we, we discussed, uh, Detective Poole um, is not part of the, the uh, Harlem precinct, and he's for through all of our experience a, a fine upstanding um law he's untouched agent. by the corruption yes i see as far as we can tell <laughs> um but he he gave us two options which neither of which were any good um because robson would get off scot-free and it would take more time. So instead we opted to um, act ourselves uh, with, with the assistance of one of, um, one of the friends of the, the person convicted for the murders. Uh, um, we managed to get, one of, get his help and he volunteered so the five of us assaulted the Juju house. Mm. We managed to imitate the secret knock, um, kick in the door. This um, The operator of the Juju house, um, Silas Nkwanye, um, he answered the door. Uh, we kicked in the door on his face, took him hostage. Mm. And then we fully realized, oh, the drumming, I can still hear it. There was a, a hatch in the floor and coming up through the hatch was this God awful drumming, louder than any, any gun I've fired. Um, after some brief searching of the shop, we ventured down and through a short hallway, a door opened into a chamber and the chamber was a pit surrounded by, well, some cultists, one of which was drumming, another which looked uh, priestly and some familiar faces. Um, it seems the uh, reporter that we had talked to was taken by the cult and killed, but she was moving around. There were several people like this. Um, some sort of living death. They were disemboweled and they attacked us. Um, Yes, what you're describing, uh, we have a name for it in the Warlands. Uh, some of the uh, 
the African American cultures, they uh, they refer to it as a zombie. Hmm. Well, we may we may have to adopt that term. They were quite different from carisserie. Yeah. So. So it seems um, you interrupted them in a a ritual or a sacrifice of some kind. Yes. Um, we we managed to shoot everything moving in the room and well Hauser and Octavius and I we ended up looking into the pit I don't I don't know if you well I don't know how much of this you will believe but there was some near formless abomination in there that had many faces of people all screaming out in agony. And I, I believe what uh, set Hauser into his, uh, his state that he's currently, he should be, he should be free from now. Um, he, he saw the face of, of your, of your friend. Christopher appears to have been absorbed into this mass. Um, Poor Christopher. But it's yes. not a fate that he deserved. Certainly not. Um, what did you do with this abomination? We burned it to the best of our ability and then resealed the pit and got the hell out of there. Good. Good. His uh, um, mother was asking for uh, remains, but um, I think it's best we, uh, well, yes. bury an empty coffin. My uh, my valet Slayton is uh, back in New Orleans, uh, taking care of all the uh, arrangements and um, ensuring that uh, Christopher's mother is well taken care of and, and things. Once he is finished up, he will he will join me. Uh, Listen, I, I, I believe every word you've told me and and uh, I'm more than willing to join you gentlemen on uh, whatever it is we we must do next. Uh, if you'll have me, obviously. Um, I uh, am not a especially strong man, but I, I have the skill set that I'm hoping I will be able to assist. Uh, well, let me get my uh, things to my to, uh, room and freshen up a bit and Yes, I would like I'll, to, I'll, I'll go gather everyone up and we can make introductions. Yes, uh, I would like to obviously see Hauser and uh, make sure he's uh, well. And uh, I believe I have a few phone calls that I must make. Uh, I will uh, catch up with you soon. Thank you so much, Chapman. And thank you for uh, everything you've done for Christopher. I, sh I, I assure you, I know Christopher well and he would be very grateful for what you and your friends have done. Just to confirm... It was Captain Robson, you said. Yes. Um, and what was the name of the shipping company that you recognized the uniforms? Oh, it, ex it escapes me at the moment. I've got it written down in my journal. I'll tell you. Um, uh, Emerson? Ah, Emerson Imports? Emerson Imports. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, I, uh, I've had dealings with them in the past. Thank you, Mr. Chapman. Yes. I will... Uh, I will see you in a moment.
All right, so since since the events at the, at the Juju house, um, Octavius has been sequestering everybody at his rather large estate in Boston. Um, during that time, um, he has been uh, paying for private care uh, for, for poor Hausa, who ever since, um, ever since that night had been having horrible dreams of, of that basement and the Juju house. Um, just seeing seeing people with red headdresses everywhere, the hallucinations and lack of sleep, um, they decided to intervene. Um, and by this time, he's finished up his his final sessions with the psychologist, um, leaving perhaps the more uh, extravagant details of his plight to himself. Um, but Hauser, can you give me a sanity check? Sanity check right away. Okay, that is a fail. 88 out of my depleted, uh, I was all the way down to 37. So 88 out of 37. Okay, so your indefinite insanity will be cured and you'll regain uh, 1d6 sand points. Alrighty. Three. So uh, let's see, 37 up three to 40. Okay. Hauser, how are you oh, doing this morning? Oh, uh, pardon me. I'm terribly sorry. I was looking at luck. Um, uh, 19, 20, 25, 80, 25. So um, uh, 55. So 55 up three. So uh, 58. Sorry about that. Hauser, how are you doing today? All clear oh, with the doctor? Oh, so much better. Thank you. Thank um, you, Fox. I, I just needed it was, some time. It was important that we all stuck together through this. <sighs> what you couldn't talk to the doctor about, you talked to us. Thank you. I, I, I think I'm okay. I just, I'm so sorry I couldn't keep it together like everyone else. I feel like we've all recovered quite a bit. In fact, GM, <laughs> did we all get sanity back? So since you can all, well, that, that depends. How, you, how have you each spent the last month? Um, if you have been busy working, um, that will change the amount that you've gotten back. If, you spend, right. if you've been spending, concentrating on recovering yourself, then that changes a bit. We've I all have spent. primarily been drinking. Yeah, I think we've all been relaxing. Relaxing, okay. So yeah, if you all I, want to give me give me sand, sand checks except for Theo. I would be, um, I suppose, relaxing whenever they tear me away from the books, but I would be perusing those. Okay, so you've been reading the books. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're not going to regain any sanity. We'll get to that in a second. Okay, <laughs> fail. You've been reading a fail, so you'll get, uh, say, 1d2 points back. If you pass your sand check, it's 1d4. Oh, I passed. I got two. I got 10. 1d4. Three. Bad. Then all of you can make a recovery check for luck as well. Hoping to fail that one. 
Yeah, definite fail here. 67 out of my depleted all the way down to 37. So yeah, so if you if you make a luck roll and you fail it, then you get one d10. One d10, yay! One d10. Come on, something other than a one or two. Woohoo! Ten. All right. Skill um, checks. In in the time that we've spent um, recuperating, do I get my remaining one hit point back? Yes. And you can also you can make you can make improvement checks for all of these skills that you had passed during New York. Okay. And if you if you make if you pass it, you don't get improvement. If correct, you, if you fail it, then you roll one d ten. One d ten. Got it. Okay. And while while you guys are are making those those checks, um, cover a couple of things. Sell bomber over the last month. Um, has been working with um, Mr. Hilton Adams um, and with police investigations into the Juju house after several weeks of legal battles. Um, Hilton Adams is being released today. Excellent. Oh, sweet. I call that a win. I think that I would like to be there when he... Uh... Back yes, and, 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 Sal, and Sal has telegrammed down to you, Fox, um, saying that the celebration is in order, um, inviting you all to come back up uh, to New York to celebrate. I'll, uh... That's today or tomorrow? It'll be, say, tomorrow. Easier yeah. for you. Because our boat leaves on the 23rd. Uh, how many wounds should I get back? You should be fully recovered. Okay. Hit points wise, everybody should be at full. So I'm not, I don't have a major wound anymore. Not running around with a sword in my gut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, 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 have, you have been spending your time uh, relaxing and reading. So, what have you been reading? Uh, the books that I can read, because I don't oh. speak French. Okay. So, you have been. So everything but the book of Ibon then. Okay. So and you are doing thorough readings of these. Mm, yeah, I've got a month. Okay. So start off with the Nicotic manuscripts. Um yeah, this um it talks about, it goes into great detail about this, um, this great race that used to inhabit uh, Earth and its distant past. Um, it describes a little bit about how they would um, swap minds with those in the future and would assemble a library full of knowledge. Um, it talks about their a horrible disaster that wiped them out and then another race that came from the stars to replace them. Um, so I want to have you, you're going to lose a 1d8 sanity. See, I've been rolling high today, so this will be great. <laughs> oh, yep, eight. Woo! Oh, God. So, reading through that. Um, Seven, eight. You will gain uh, seven points of Cthulhu Mythos. 
quite a bit. And then you, it's quite, quite strangely to you, you find that this text contains methods to contact these two members of these two civilizations. You notice they're, really? they're quite intricate. Oh boy. Um, which, which, so this which, is an, an narcotic manuscripts that has these instructions of how to contact these supposedly long extinct alien civilizations. All right, so you, you don't have the, the methods in there memorized, but they are there. Moving on, so amongst the stones, um, this one, uh, very, just very weird poetry, um, a lot of it having to deal with um, ancient Egypt. Um, a lot of it are kind of these odes to this, uh, this queen, um, not very, there's no real pronouns. Uh, you're not really sure what it's talking about. Um, that one's a D3 sand loss. Oh, only D3. Okay. It's a quick Small read, potatoes. but it is a little unsettling. Yeah, lack of pronouns. And that will get you two points of Cthulhu Mythos. All right. Uh, then life, life as a god. All right, so this one, he talks about this English gentleman that joined this, this Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh in Egypt. And he participated in all sorts of horrific rites, human sacrifices. Um, this book is bound in human skin. Um, and in reading through it, you come across an interesting passage. Um, its external angles were magnificent and most strange. By their hideous beauty, I was enraptured and enthralled. And I thought myself of the daylight fools who adjudged the housing housing of this of this room as mistaken i laughed for the glory they missed through the twisted door to the jeweled throne of darkness i came with all reverence and humility to gaze upon scenes of celestial majesty and rebirth when the six lights were lit and the great words said, then he came in all the grace and splendors of the higher planes. And I longed to serve my, oh, sever, sever my veins so that my life might flow into his being and make part of me a God. That's special. Ravings of a madman. 
Jeez. Right, so this one. Um, is going to be 1d6 sand loss, and you'll gain four points of Cthulhu Mythos. It was cocked when it landed on a six. I re-rolled it, <laughs> and it landed on a six. <laughs> All right, so while everybody else has been spending nice and relaxing, you have been delving into the horrific dark secrets of the Earth. I've been dancing on the roof naked. <laughs> well, that's okay. Nobody can see you from here. We've all so. done it. So while Hauser has steadily been getting better, Frederick has slowly over the last month becoming a little more unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then finally... Are you aware uh, that the Belfry is indeed the best place to store your bats? <laughs> yes. It's all making sense now. And the, the final book that you had that you can read is Africa's Dark Sex. Right. Um, so this one was written by a Nigel Blackwell. Um, was published in 1920. Um, so it's so this, this weird, this mix of like a travel log and like this um, kind of description of these ritual practices of a variety of African cults. Um, so it's hasn't. It is mostly in a journal kind of format. Um, but there are, there's one particular passage that you come across. It, it describes these, this group of people that they found a method of, of carving a symbol into somebody's forehead and disemboweling them to give them eternal life. Okay. E eternal life. Mm -hmm. And it goes into very future. great detail about how to do this. Mm. Um, Among other, other disturbing things, um, this one's going to gain you four points of Cthulhu Mythos and 1d10 sand loss. <laughs> so I am at 17 Cthulhu Mythos. <clears throat> you said 1d10? 1d10. 1d10. Okay. Try to guess what I rolled. Was it a 10? Well, and a 1d10, a 0 came up. And I'm assuming that's not a number on, on the 1d10. So. Oh, God. Well, 0 <laughs> is 10. Yep. Jeez. So you, what, just lost like about... So, 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 so the universe has heard you when you're saying that <laughs> yep. you've been passing too many rolls. <laughs> mm -hmm. Jeez. That's a ton of sand lots for reading. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is how you win at Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> I told you not to read those fucking books. Should burn them. <laughs> I gotta, I've already promised giving them back to Armitage when we're done. I don't know if I want to read these anymore. I think you'll, I think you'll have to wipe my drool off of it first. <laughs> as, someone, as someone who actually reads old manuscripts, I can tell you that most of the sanity loss you're getting is from trying to decipher appalling handwriting. That, oh, that yeah. Will drive, that will drive That's you fair. mad. That will drive you insane. You want non-Euclidean geometry, you just look at people's handwriting. There you go. All right. Well... Uh, a question for everybody. Do y'all want to go to uh, 
to like a celebration party in New York. It's a four and a half hour, well, it's a three hour drive, four and a half, four hour drive. If we drive. What, what are we celebrating? Uh, uh, what's his name? Got out of prison. Hilton Adams. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Oh. Hilton. That we, is good. We managed to clear his name. However, that's a long trip, and then we got to come right back. If we take the train, it's going to be six hours. Come right back for. We got a. We oh, how is how's a? Uh, we're on our way to England. We've got uh, we've got uh, oh, tickets booked. I, uh, I I remember the speaking of it. Yeah, it's going to be nice. I got y'all first class. Oh, good. I, a little bit more rest would would be good. Back to uh, dear old o Octavius. Blighty. Octavius Hauser. Yes, yeah. Sir. Uh, Hauser, how are you feeling? Oh, much better, Danka. I, I, I'm sorry. I have not been myself the last few weeks, but much better, much better. Thank you. Yes, uh, M Mr. Gracie has arrived. He's uh, currently situating his things. Oh, oh. Theo! Oh, I haven't seen him in quite a while. Um, uh, did you put him in the north room? Um... Yes, I, mean, I don't know how long he's going to stay, but I mean, we're we're going to all. He's going too, right? Um, he sounds like he. It sounds like he's in. Um, oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt, gentlemen. Oh, there he is. I uh, couldn't help but over here. Uh, if you will have me, I would uh, very much like to join you. Oh, please, Mr. Gracie, come on inside. Have a seat. Oh, Theo, how's it's that, my friend? You. Very good to see you. How are you feeling, my friend? Oh. A bit better. I'm so sorry. So sorry for the loss of your good friend. Uh, we, uh, we've all taken a hit from the, the loss of Christopher, but uh, rest assured, um, from what the information your friend uh, Chapman here has given me, uh, we can make sure that uh, Christopher's death will not go uh, unheard. Agreed. I've called my lawyer. And uh, we'll see what we can do about this Captain Robson fellow. Um, he's going to look into these uh, gentlemen from Emerson Imports that uh, Chapman and, and uh, Michener. Uh, that must be you, Morris, was it? That's, that's right, Gov. Uh, pleasure to meet you. And, and that must make uh, you Fox. I believe we've, uh, uh, we've been at a few of the same parties and never quite met each other properly. Possibly, yes. I, I don't believe uh, we've ever actually formally met. Yes, pleasure. Very nice to meet you. I've uh, I've seen pictures in that, uh, oh, what's that magazine, uh, of your estate. Uh, very nice. Very oh, yes. Uh, uh, Gracie Manor. Yes, thank you. Uh, you should come visit once all this is uh, dealt with. Uh, well, you all nice. shall uh, come visit. Uh, I haven't been I'm to... Sure Christopher's mother would love to meet you all. I haven't been to New Orleans in uh, years, but uh, yeah, yeah. that would be very nice. Um, well, I couldn't help but over here, we're, we're traveling back into uh, New York before the voyage. Well, it's, it's debatable. Whether you all want to take that long and exhausting trip, I could just send word of, of congratulations and thanks. I know my lawyer will be there. Um, but like I say, that's a that's going to take 12 hours back and forth, plus the time that we're there. Mm. And our boat leaves uh, on the 23rd. Uh, 
Theodore, I took the liberty of uh, booking you a room on the oh, on cabin, first class. Oh, much obliged. Uh, I will pay you back, of course. Or, or uh, would you prefer steerage? We could put you in steerage if you'd like. Uh, but, no, uh, first class with uh, with all of you is uh, keep us close together. I believe it's the. Uh, Yes, we're all we're all on the action. same same level across the hall from each other. Yes, uh, um, I believe if we're dealing with the uh, type of people, it sounds like we are. It's best to stay in uh, stay in a group. My uh, my valet will be joining me uh, at a later date. He's uh, dealing with the affairs of Christopher's back in New Orleans at the moment. Hmm. Henry Slayton. Henry oh, Slayton. Yeah. Okay, we'll yes. keep that in mind. Great. Well, gentlemen. Uh, how, what what do you say? Shall we uh, book passage on a train or take the cars or shall we stay here? If we go, we should go as quickly as possible. The train probably would be the best. Well, the train's going to be slower than a car. Oh, slower. Uh, yeah, yeah, the cars then. I think right. I'm up for a journey. So how it wants to go? I would, wouldn't mind, though, having a crack at some of those fascinating books, though, uh, Frederick. If, if oh, they done, are very uh, intriguing reading. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, no. I understand you needed uh, someone who spoke French to read one of them. I, I can assist in that regard. Well, I speak French, but I'm thinking twice before I want to stick my face in that book. It's just um, knowledge, Herr Fox. Yeah, Frederick oh, yeah, doesn't so say it. Fred, it's, Frederick it's perfectly way, fine. Frederick looks way paler than he looked before after reading those books. Oh, no, I, I just assure, it, it's the shirt. It's the shirt. I, I assure nice. you I'm fine. Well, Hauser, are you going to be okay going back into Harlem? Oh, I, I'm, that might not be the best place right now. I put my, uh, my hand on uh, Hauser's shoulder and he goes, and uh, it's all right, my friend, uh, I will be with you. We both, uh, we can do this together. Sehr gut. Thank you. Well, then let me uh, make a couple of phone calls. We'll get there as quickly as possible. I'll, Thank uh, you. I, uh, should we st I guess we should stay over one night. But we won't stay in Harlem. We'll stay in. Uh, How, when's, uh, the, yeah, when's the boat going? The boat leaves on the 20th. It leaves on the 23rd. It's the 20th now. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, maybe overnight and then come straight back. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's set for tomorrow uh, midday is the uh, celebration of his return. All right. We'll, we'll arrange all of that. Um, but uh, you, you must allow me to uh, uh, to cover the rooms in the in in manhattan then sure that, that'd be nice yes we'll stay at the ritz all right if you want to slum it for a while fine <laughs> you should you should ask everybody about the uh what what was the place that we stayed in uh, uh in uh south america well that, that, that uh, knocking shop the, the Grand Pantaloon? Oh, yeah. No, I think, I think the Grand Pantaloon's a hotel in India, Tom. I don't know where you're... Oh. oh. <laughs> well, you know, I go on so many trips. Where the sands are absolutely timeless. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that all gets arranged. Uh... Well, let's. We got about uh, half an hour 
to get to the train station. You know, I've, I've got to say, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a wistful man, but uh, I'm looking forward to being at sea for a while. Yeah, the sea's good oh, for you. Something about the salt air cleans cleans the head out. I, I could do with that. Too much has happened. In the last well, few I months. I did my best to get us some centralized cabins so that there's not so much rocking. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> I kind of like it. But you can go stand up on the on the bow of the ship and oh, I, I will. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll spend some time on on deck and uh, regale everyone with my some of my favorite sea shanties. I'm sure the hoity-toities will uh, will enjoy those. They won't have a choice. Uh, right. Frederick, would you uh, show me this uh, this book that I could possibly read on the read on the journey? The Oh, certainly, certainly. There, uh, I've got them in my, I've got them in my room here. We are planning on donating these to uh, Miskatonic University once we're done with them. Oh, capital idea, capital idea. I wouldn't mind reading the first one on this top stack there. What's that? The life as a god. Mm. Oh. Yes. Be careful, I... Howser. You've just recovered. And, and do be careful of the one on the bottom. I think that's skin. Oh. That would be I life recall, as a god. <laughs> I recall seeing that one. It's Ericus Carlisle's. All right. Shall we to the boat or shall we to the, the cars? Yeah. Good. All right, so... So in, in, in driving up, Hauser, you've started to read that book. Um, and as I said to Frederick, um, it's ravings of an absolute madman. Um, joined this supposed Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh. Um, started uh, ritually sacrificing other human beings. Um, he even come across a section where he talks about uh, the fellow that he got the skin to bind his book with. Um, it's not the most pleasant of reading experiences. Um, so we'll, your your sanity things will come when you've had a chance to fully read it, uh, which is not enough time on this drive. Don't, yeah. Um, but you will at the moment get uh, two points of Cthulhu Mythos for now. Do we have reason to believe that Carlisle had this book in his possession at some point? Yes, he had these books before he went on his expedition. I find it disturbing that he had this book that you're describing, Hauser, and then he went to Egypt. Yeah. This, this, this would make sense that he would be researching such things. This, for the Egyptian lore, this, this cannot be this right, must but, be. But isn't there something that we found on the street of Anubis or something that he was looking for certain items while he was in Egypt? Yeah, that's right. So was he trying to locate this cult if it still exists? That's disturbing. Yeah, for what purposes? Well, hopefully not just curiosity, but uh, I'm afraid it might be 
something far darker. He seems to have gotten wrapped up in some pretty bizarre stuff. And then Kenya. Well, very bizarre because it looks like they're possibly all dead. While you're talking about this, education checks from everybody. Um, and then Theo, with reading that book that said French, I need you to make a French roll. Cool. No worries. It's called a question. Extreme on education. <laughs> okay, how oh, I got yeah, extreme. I got a I got a two on education. As... Regular pass on education. Oh I got a seven. I actually Ooh. know something for once. <laughs> I'm so very, very well, well educated. Education. These aren't good. <laughs> yeah, O three. You got O two. <laughs> uh regular pass right. on education, hard pass on French. Oh, hard pass on French. That means that you're making yeah. a quick you're making pretty good progress through this book. I'll get to that in a second. Extreme so pass on education. This so, is something so, from the day I was awake. <laughs> so, 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 so Morris, as as they're talking, you were you were reminded of the um, <clears throat> reminded of the day that you went to to Miskatonic, um, and you were researching uh, these things, um, and you recall uh, from the books that you were reading that. The cult of the bloody tongue um, was descended from a cult that was kicked out of Egypt um, that worshipped some kind of, of dark pharaoh figure. Ah, yes. I shall regale the others with this. You know, I, when I was in, I was recuperating and uh, spending some time in the library. I remember reading that this cult of the bloody tongue was uh, descended from some Egyptian religion called the, I don't know, the cult of the dark pharaoh, or the cult of the black pharaoh, or mm. something like that. So it comes as no surprise that uh, he would go off to Egypt. Carlyle was following some sort of trail, Egypt and then Kenya. Yeah, but what was his motivation? That's what I don't understand. I mean, yeah, if you read you read all the the, the newspaper accounts about him, and uh, he he wasn't much of a scholar. He was a, he was a bit of a playboy, a bit of a perhaps he was a good timer. Perhaps he was just the vehicle, and it was the the woman Bonet that uh, that was seeking the information. Yeah, it was just it the, was, the money. Taken. Wasn't it suggested that he was possibly influenced by somebody? Yes, yeah, the the, uh, the alienists' yeah. notes do. Yeah. Do paint that uh, that particular picture. It'll be interesting to look in this Penhue Foundation when we get to uh, England. Agreed. Yes. I mean, he's a very famous archaeologist, but. No, uh, so so Penhue, not only is an archaeologist, he's specifically an Egyptologist. Egyptologist, yeah. Like, was world-renowned Egyptologist. And he was a fairly old man, though, that when all this occurred, right? Penhue? Yeah. Yeah. So he was picked up because of his expertise. Mm. But his career was pretty much towards the end of it except for this opportunity to go back to Egypt, which I would, I would jump in the chance too if I was an Egyptologist. Then again, maybe he was living in England because he was really tired of the hot sun. 
And Svio, so you and your book in French. Um, mm -hmm. It's a. Um, it's a selections from the book of Ibon. Um, um, and it is quite, uh, quite strange. Um, it's, it seems to be uh, just a wide variety of, of topics. Um, it's speaking of these dark gods that lurk under the earth. It uh, talks about this great chaotic entity at the center of everything. Um, it mentions these these dark symbols. Um, something catches your eyes, kind of like this. In uh, the the symbol that shows up most often is kind of this inverted ankh, mm -hmm. so like a an Egyptian ankh but flipped upside down. So um, a normal ankh is the symbol of life. Right. This down. one is Death. flipped. Uh, you not from all your occult said you haven't really encountered this before. Oh, okay. Awesome. Um, but it, this, it's, and it seems to be, this book also um, has these instructions of magical formulae. Um, it's just, a, it seems to cover just a wide variety of topics. Okay. Is there anything that would explain um the, the the formula you're talking about is there anything that would kind of give me an idea of why um it, that like i'm not working out the other stuff that i not like from my previous occult studies no you this this is com this is this is completely beyond oh this is new stuff okay and with right. with so with your with your hard french yeah. Uh, gained four points of Cthulhu Mythos. Oof. Okay. And lose 2d4 sanity. 2d4. Okay. That's over the hours of this drive. Okay. Four Cthulhu and then 2d4. All right. Two. Three. Three sanity. Could have been a lot worse. All right, yeah, okay. but so it's it's talking about these, yeah, these entities far older than mankind, uh, hidden all over the world, uh, outside of the world, um, and about how everything is bound by this chaotic um, entity at the center of the universe. Okay, I'm gonna relay this information after I've sort of read it for a moment. Uh, I'll relay this to to the others. Um, of what it is, because obviously not all of them speak French. Um, I speak French, I said. I speak more. <laughs> yeah. Well, me relaying the information to you is different from you reading it yourself. Dark I can give uh, you the cliff notes. <laughs> Once again, it's just the ravings of some madman. The Reader's Digest Let version. <laughs> yes. Very strange, very strange and teased. Yeah. But well, similar, not, so similar to what you've studied, and perhaps maybe a bit of interest to you, maybe a bit concerning to you, but there are pretty, the, the formulae in here are pretty detailed. 
um, and they have they tend to be focused on contacting these entities. Yeah, don't cast any Con spells. Oh no, uh, contacting could be a very very bad idea. Um, yeah, I'll study the formulae. Obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna read them. I'm not gonna try any of the spells, but I'll I'll study them more depthly. Uh, Herr Chapman, weren't you mentioning some things that the the necrotic manuscript was also um, speaking about some sort of contacting something as well? Yes. Um, I wonder if the two would cross-reference well. It spoke of it spoke of contacting um, civilizations that came before man. Interesting. Which um, if you if you look at some of the uh, um, archaeological and uh, architectural themes across the globe, I, I could see, I could see. Uh, well, it's it's quite possible. There's some. There are very unifying themes. Mm. Yes. Wouldn't we find evidence of? Uh other civilizations? I mean, we find evidence of civilizations that are long dead now. Wouldn't there be... Maybe we just haven't been digging enough, or in the wrong spot. Maybe. Just like or, in Peru. we're not realizing that something from this previous civilization is from that period. Maybe we think it's... It could... We're thinking it's... A like lot. the pyramids, maybe? I, possibly. I, I, or, there's no way of knowing for sure, but it's a possibility. Expect the unexpected, my friend. It, it could be buried deeper uh, and mm. fade away into legend. Like, remember back in Peru, where we were at first scoffing at the idea of Carissiri and, and, and dear God, look what came of that. Well, it was not just legend. We, we believe that pyramid in which the Carissa were there, that was at least, what, maybe 3,000 years old. Yeah. If we're talking about before mankind, we're talking, what, 100,000? Maybe a million years ago? I suppose I anything they built would have just crumbled into dust by now. Well, this, this book, it, it does speak of, of creatures or, or, or something from beyond the time of man. So, if I mean, if this book is to go any, anything to go by, which I'm not saying it is, then perhaps there was something here before us. Mm. Also, they might be using sort of poetic license in their description as very old. Of course, yes. Could be. Well, I've often These books said that could literally just be the ramblings of a madman, obviously. Yeah. I've often said that uh, if, if God showed Moses how the world was created, what could he actually write other than poetry? What would he have available to describe, uh, you know, poetry? Um, I guess we're almost there. All right. So, so at this point, All right. you'll arrive in New York. All right. Do you want us to play this part out, or do you want us to just say that we have a good time and congratulate everyone? So, <clears throat> so quite a, a um. 
a large party is thrown. Um, Hilton is there. Uh, he comes and he, uh, first and foremost, he thinks Fox uh, pretty much comes up and gives you a hug because you're the one who sent uh, Saul. I'm just glad we got you out of there. <laughs> yes, I can. I can never, never repay you. Um, just have a good life. You've repaid me enough. And say hi to your friends. Um, the, uh, yes, yes, I've. Uh, they're, they're, they're there. His, his four friends. Um, see, Jackie kind of has that kind of thousand yard stare. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not really focused on anybody. Not really talking to anybody. Um, he needs what I just went through. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go over to Jackie and say, Jackie, you need some help. I can get you some help. The help I uh... here. You you. Uh, I'm gonna pull out one of my cards, write a number on it, and you you drop my name. You call this person, and uh, you can talk to them, and they should be able to help you work through some of your things. Houses have the same difficulty. We've all had some difficulties. Yeah, he's very good. I'll uh, I'll take care of any charges. Oh, well, thanks. Um, and he pockets the card. Um, in her turn, Millie comes to all of you, um, and is just gushing with praise. Um, you know, she'd been fighting for so long; it just all hope seemed to be lost. Um, well, now you just get back to your normal life. Forget all this horrible stuff ever happened. And uh, we've done our best to at least clear up the neighborhood. Yes, and she uh, she's delighted to tell you that um, that some of, some of the buzz around the community is that some of the police that uh, discovered the aftermath of the Juju house had discovered a ledger um, and there were constant payments to a one WR14. Um, Is that Robinson? So it's Walter Robinson of the 14th uh, precinct. Uh, That that led to to some investigations and uh, Captain Robinson has skipped town. Nobody knows where he went. All right. Uh, his excellent news to hear. Well, not that he skipped town, but that uh, if he does turn up again, he'll uh, be in for a bad time. Easy pickings now. Mm. I know a couple of bounty hunters. <laughs> they usually go by the Frost Brothers. They can take care of that problem if we ever need them to. Uh, maybe we'll uh, make a call to the Frost Brothers. <laughs> Um, and also, also in attendance, um, uh, due to their, their kind of involvement, um, with you guys is a uh, Carlton Ramsey, um, and Jonah Kensington. Gentlemen, nice to see you. Yes. Uh, and, and Ramsey looks to Theo and he says, I, it's an unfamiliar face. Are you Mr. Gracie? Uh, I am indeed. A pleasure to meet you, gentlemen. Oh. Yes. Yes, I am. I'm Carlton. I was the one who uh, who, who, who oh, contacted yes. you. Uh, please, yes. can I just uh, have you step aside with me for a moment? Of course, of course. 
Okay, and he he takes you takes you aside and kind of goes over um, a little bit about about the fun, the investigation, and the Carlisle expedition. Um, mm -hmm. Asks you if there's anybody in the event of your death you would like contacted. Um, uh, uh, I'd have to have a think of that. Uh, my family uh, not exactly um, that close. Um, uh, my, my my valet will be joining me once he's dealt with things back in New Orleans. But other than him, uh, I can't really think of anyone. I'll I'll have to get back to back to you on that. Okay. And he, he writes down his office. He says, "When when when you do, um, just send a letter or telegram my way, and get that sorted out." Of course. Good luck to you. Well, that's going on. Jonah, um, peanut gallery in the chat. <laughs> in, uh, in the meantime, Jonah um, pulls the rest of you kind of aside. And he says, uh, uh, Carlton was telling me that you're, you're heading, uh, you're planning on going to England. Oh, uh, yep, that's the next chop. Well, I was uh, taking the time to, to organize uh, Jackson's notes. Um, and I came across something that might be of interest to you. Um, kind of in the okay. last things that, that he wrote and left to me. Uh, he mentioned uh, one Mickey Mahoney of a journal in London called The Scoop. Um, and references to uh, an Inspector Barrington. Inspector Barrington of Scotland Yard. Yeah, Scotland Yard. I wonder if they have precincts like they do over here. Hmm. I don't know. We don't have any English. Well, Mick, <laughs> <laughs> Morris. Well, you you have um, yeah you have areas, police areas. They'll have um, you'll notice policemen have different um, letters and numbers on their uh, epaulets, ah. and the number corresponds to the station, and the station covers a small geographical area. It's pretty much like a precinct, what we would call. Yes, it. yes, in all but name, yes. Um, but uh, I can't remember any of the, the letters and what they mean, I, except <laughs> that um, SO means Sun Hill, which isn't a real place. That's in the television series The Bill. <laughs> <laughs> DA Downton Abbey. So, the scoop that would be uh, the like local paper you're saying? Oh, um, there's going to be a lot of local papers. Or, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. Ed Journal might be a little too general, gen generous. Um, a tabloid. Tabloid. More like a tabloid. Um, but uh, he mentioned he mentioned some articles, uh, some pressing things that he was looking into. 
um, with with Hoster's background in what he does, does the scoop kind of run into the same sort of thing that the Zeitgrift, Zeitgrift would do? Run into sort of a cultish sort of investigations, or this just is outside his knowledge? Uh, make make another education check. Uh, I have such a high education, but I just rolled a ninety-eight. <laughs> Okay, yeah, the, the scoop is not not on your radar. Um, you wouldn't know them as a major competitor of yours. Yeah. Um, would you would you call them yellow press? Are they legitimate? Are they well known? Are they uh, fakes? The Jackson Jackson seemed to think that they have hit on a couple of important matters. Um, All right, confirm. Mickey Malone. I am, I'm not familiar with, with the scoop myself. Uh, so. And as far as what he wanted with his Inspector Barrington, I don't know. Well, we'll look into that. Jackson anyway. Elias was a smart cookie. I trust him if he started finding tidbits of information there, I, I think it's worth investigating. Yes, agreed. He was right about all of this. He was right about Peru. He was right about as far-fetched as the shit he comes up with. It, he ended up being pretty close to what was going on. I think possibly we need to stop underestimating what exactly it is we're up against. You know, um, I think I think unfortunately Christopher highly underestimated what he was up against, and uh, well, he paid the price for it. Yeah. But uh, yes, I believe when we hear the things that we've been hearing, especially with me and Chapman reading these books and yourself, Harazer, we have to stop having our first thought being this isn't realistic or this couldn't happen or this is not the the way things would happen and we instantly go into that option. I think we need to almost go the opposite way and, and be prepared to believe the things we're hearing and, and believe the things that we're reading and hearing about possibly are going to be better for it in the long run. It will, we won't second guess ourselves if that makes sense. Well, We won't spend as much time trying to fact check I suppose. Yeah. The thing is, is that uh, from the things that we've encountered, there's a lot of the shit that we encounter that's just nonsense. Um, we just have to be open-minded. I think that's yeah. what you said. Oh, yes, of course. Cool. Yeah, open-minded. Yes, yeah. definitely. But there's still a lot of silly crap out there that doesn't mean anything. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, right. Millie, thank you so much for having us. We're so congratulations. On, on having your husband back, back to your friends. Um, we are leaving on a ship uh, for England uh, shortly. So um, uh, we've enjoyed the party. I've sent for extra booze. Um, but uh, I think that we need to get, get back to Boston. Well, I, I mean, you should definitely be the ones thanking you. 
don't 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 think of anything of it. It's the least that we could do. And those of you who were involved with helping free Hilton Adams, so that'd be everybody but Theo, uh, you can regain one d four points of sanity. Yes. I need that. <laughs> Thank goodness, still rolling high. <laughs> I'm higher than I started out with. That's good. <laughs> still drastically below my original, but still getting better. <laughs> you know, I, I do have a question, though, for the GM. After the experience of seeing that thing in the pit, have I got any Cthulhu Mythos? No. So actually, Hauser should have five points because he had a bout of madness. Okay. Five. Um, forgot about that. If you have. Um, five. Yeah. So if you have a bout of madness from seeing something, then you'll get Cthulhu Mythos, but you don't because you, you failed your int roll when you saw it. Uh, so you didn't have a bout of madness. That's correct, I didn't. And you haven't read any of these lovely books that have been uh -huh. laying around, so you don't have any. All right. And, and Hosser was fascinated by them back at Erica's house, so he's probably going to continue reading this just out of sheer fascination. Yeah, maybe All I right, should so have gotten them for you. So that means <laughs> tonight, uh, Hauser, you can gain an additional two points of Cthulhu Mythos and lose 1d6 sand from that life of the god. Danka. Oh, crap. Octavius, <laughs> you really should read these books. <laughs> Fascinating reading. I just gained four, now I go down four. <laughs> Not fair. I'm very tempted. I'm very tempted. I'm, I'm very tempted on reading the book of Ebon, but... Uh, uh, before we head back, um, Theodore is going to uh, make a phone call through to uh, the the gentleman that um, Fox suggested, and he's going to. You're going to stick some bounty hunters on Robson. I'm going to I'm going to stick the Frost brothers on Captain Robson. Like their first case ever. <laughs> we don't. Oh know no, I think they're pretty established at this point. What 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 year is it now? Oh, 1925. 25. Oh, yeah, the Frost Brothers, uh, they're well established at this This point. is 11 years. As meanwhile, all the Into the Darkness games start to. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just like Lovecraft's stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Elegant and beautiful way. I got off the phone with a rather uh, brash young man by the name of uh, Connor, but he, he did say he'd take the job, and uh, he'll... Uh, He's gonna him and his brother Magnus, I believe you said, was uh, would be uh, finding Robson for us and bringing him to justice. Are you sure you didn't switch him around? Because Brash does not describe Connor. He's like the dullest person that I know. Well, he was very abrupt. Scary dull. Well, he flat out asked me if I wanted uh, Robson to be cut up into little pieces, uh, or did we want all of him. So. Yeah, that's that's Connor. Yeah. Yeah. That's Connor. And he'll well, do it me, too. He said, how many boxes did we want Robson to come home in? I think I'd rather have him stuck in prison forever. Well, that's I'm, what I said. So in I, prison. I yeah. said, uh, if, if possible, I'd like you to bring him back so we can put him in the deepest, darkest hole uh, possible. <laughs> yes. Sing, sing. A hole. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. You caught my... Uh, he'll be eaten alive in Sing, sing. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said that. 
Yes, I'm. I'm assuming any uh, high high maximum security prison put a police officer in there. The inmates will uh, definitely do their bit. Yep. Yeah, fight. That's what. Uh, yes. Yeah. <sighs> All right. All right so how many points? How many points did you lose for finishing life as a god? I lost four, but I gained four for being the good Samaritan. So. <laughs> Not out. very, not very helpful. Oh, yeah, so was, you 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 don't you don't sleep terribly well uh, as you're staying overnight in New York. Um, yeah, Fred, maybe this will slow me down in reading. <laughs> Frederick, yeah, your dreams are starting to get a little strange. Um, I should you, keep a dream. I should keep a dream journal, or I'll just start writing that stuff down in my journal as well. Yeah, very very odd. Um, and more and more, you find that it's hard to push that old gold mask from Peru out of the corners of your mind. I dream of the spot that I buried it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so we did find that one box. Have we opened yes. the box? So if you, if you open up that lock box. Um, yeah. We did that back at my place in the Cape. This would have mm -hmm. been a bit ago. So you smash open that lockbox. Um, you find uh, various pieces of jewelry, um, watches. Ah, okay. Things that he stole off of the people that mm -hmm. he murdered. Yeah. No, no more gold masks. And, and some cash. Um, just okay. <laughs> That was fucking disappointing. I buy all that for a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is a Swiss, I think. Hmm. Yeah. We'll keep time. Good Swiss make good. Can job. I um? Can I appraise the stuff? Uh, go for it. Yeah. Total monetary value of. Uh, that is a thirty-eight. Uh, which is a standard pass. All right, it's just, it's not that much, costume. really. So basically, costume jewelry. Not not costume jewelry, um, but a slight step, <laughs> kind of yeah. between. It's not. Two. It's okay. not like it's not like a bunch of diamond. Yes. Ah, um, oh, this is. But very... it just it just seemed to be the people that they killed. They just took. Ah, uh, right. The and actually, one of the things. One of the things that you do find in the lockbox is Jackson Elias's pocket watch. Hmm. Oh, this uh, this has Jackson Elias's name on it. it. In fact, this looks like it possibly would be the collection of uh, all the belongings uh, of uh, the people they killed. We do I find anything of Christopher's in there? Makes sense. Yes, we should put the. What do you think? The pocket watch to the publisher. Yeah. Or the lawyer. So Jonas. Jonas or the lawyer. I'd probably Jonas. Um, yes, there would be um a small item that Christopher had on this person. But was it my camera? No. My my small <laughs> No. No. Um <laughs> Are you happy for me to pick something? Yeah. That would yeah, be... a small okay. a small little trinket or something that he would have had on this person is in the box. Okay. And in the in the box is a Bat covered in barbed wire. <laughs> barbed wire. 
It's very small. <laughs> it was shrunk. It's now a keychain. <laughs> he shakes it and it becomes big again. <laughs> well, like monkey. It's a grower. All right, let's get back and get on this boat. Yeah. Yes. Back, pack, get ready. Put an extra gray shirt and jackets. Oh, we've all packed. We packed two days ago. You know, I I could use a new gray shirt. My well, my old gray shirt and vest got ruined. Mm. There's an awful lot of blood on them now. Yeah. If you want to go shopping, we'll go shop. We've gone shopping in the past month. <laughs> got whole new wardrobes and everything for the trip. Y'all need to dress like gentlemen on the trip. We're going first class. Have I changed in the past month? Been so caught up reading those books, I don't remember. You've, you've, we've all changed a little bit. Okay. Th <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. All, all changed in your own little ways. Um, so you, you, you get back to make the final preparations. What are you all taking with you? The trip to England, we're taking pretty much a huge wardrobe, uh, boxes and stuff. And yeah, I'll be taking what people I travel. What I brought with me. Steamer trunk. Mm. Probably a steamer trunk for each of us. We're going to be there for at least a month. Yeah. I, yeah. Pack up all I put my knapsack in the trunk. It takes up about half of it. <laughs> Especially if um, if we were planning on from going from England to Africa, so from England, Egypt to Africa, we're going to, you know, we would be uh, packing well. We're traveling. Okay, yeah. so, so, are you, so are, you, are you bringing all those books with you? Uh, any weapons? I'm, I'm just, taking that gun I bought. Just, yeah, just yes. what I normally would have. I'm packing the weapons. I ain't going to wear them on the boat. Mm. Yeah, just yeah, packing uh, packing the knife and the uh, trench broom. But I would like to study one more book. I probably won't study them all, but um, keep them in your in your private stuff because uh, uh, it's going to take a week for us to cross the ocean. I think. Yeah, at least it will take about nine days. Nine days, and I think. Do you think we should be worried about humidity with the books? Am I want to oh, pack I them wouldn't on a on a first class? First yeah, class. Well, it's dead winter, so there's not much humidity. Oh, that, that's a fair point. Yeah, we'll but the, the ones the one skin. I'm not sure how. Hmm. Well, it depends. I mean, if you still need them, we can give them straight away to Miskatonic now, unless you desperately still need them in your position in this moment. I have my it? notes. I mean, it's, it's tan. I have my it? notes on them. It's I... been around for hundreds of years. It's going to be fun. Uh, well, I'm I... just saying, I mean, it, is it safe for us to take these books with us? Safe as leaving them behind, I imagine. Well, as I assume, we give them to the Miskatonic. I'm no expert on things like that, but I, I, I think it might be uh, it might be something you might need to refer to. 
Yeah, it's also something you can't study in just a day or two. You got to study. I, I would like to hang on personally to the uh, anotic uh, manuscript to study that one. And that will be it. All right, well, we'll take him with us. We'll just keep him safe. Yeah. Yes. All right. Let's head for that ship. All right, so you are getting on your, your boat at the, from the White Star Line um, company, and it's about a nine-day voyage uh, from here to Southampton. Oh, yeah. It's a very safe ship. I understand they have enough lifeboats for everyone now. Yeah. I heard the, uh, the captain uh, the bragging that this ship could never go down in the middle of the ocean. Oh yeah, Captain Captain Stubing, I believe. That's good. You don't want that happening again, like happened to the uh, Olympic, um, the Titanic. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I was swimming. I hear the rooms in this place are modeled after the ones that were on the Titanic. It's very nice, very prior though. Well, thank right. you. These are very nice rooms. Yeah, so so the first class accommodations are excellent. Um, great food. Um, once you're in international waters, they start serving drinks. Um, and how are you all going to spend the nine days of your voyage? Studying the narcotic manuscript. It's very interesting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna join Hauser and bounce ideas off of him while he's. Yes. This makes a little Certainly bit not going to help. So you, you two are gonna go in the study of literature. Uh, I'm gonna try and um, work out my uh, card thing. Work out why it's not quite working. All right, all right, Theodore. You, you, you're spending your time, time practicing. Um, trying to figure out how to uh, kind of figure out that that spell that somebody was trying to trying to show you in New Orleans, New Orleans, yeah. um, and you you still you, you you sit down in your cabin for a couple of hours and you still can't figure it out. There, it's and and the more the more you're you're doing it the more you're you're thinking back to to the book of ibon um and its kind of methodology of of approaching things is vastly different to this um where this is all trying to you know focus you're like trying to focus your mind and, and feel the energies of the universe the book of ibon is far more written in a scientific and mathematical kind of of manner um a completely different approach is there any way i can try and use the method from the book of ibon using it to do what i'm trying to achieve from what i learned in new orleans uh no okay from 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 your brief readings you're not sure of how to start because basically what you'd be doing is coming up with a spell all in your own Right, and you have 
less than a no, drop in a bucket of yeah. knowledge on the subject. Um, All right, I'll do some more study on that uh, on on the book of Iban to see if I can try and work out what it is I might be doing wrong with this in regards to what's in in that book. Yeah. All right. So Theodore is studying Hauser, and Frederick are studying Octavius. Well, I was tempted to uh, to take a look at the Book of Ivan just because uh, Theodore won't shut up about it. Um, I think that, uh, well, yeah, if I can go back and forth with him, maybe we can, I can read bits of it and we can discuss it together, what we think. Yeah. Yep. We'll end up late at night reading it out loud to one another. Oh. And then... Two little young the, rich boys. The dark forces of the... Litera, mutum, ile, yecteris, yactatus, et alto. All right, and Morris, what are you up to? Well, I think um, I'm going to wander the ship and um, I'm going to get to know the crew, I think, as, a, right, as, so. as an old, experienced uh, merchant Navy man. Um, I'm just going to chat with members of the crew and uh, get, get a sense of what's going on on board. All moment. right, well, you um, um, crew are very delighted. Uh, to, to meet another sailor. Um, they quite enjoy swapping stories with you. Um, everything is, from what you can tell, this is a very uh, tightly run ship. Um, everything seems above board. Um, and it's, it's nice to, to you know, be on the open ocean again, that the smell, these, these stories, uh, just those memories from your past. And you can regain another 1d3 sanity point as you spend your time Time relaxing that I'm, and reminiscing in old times. Now that I'm reading the book of Ebon, um, I, I got an extreme on my French roll. Mm. Okay, so with your with your extreme and Theodore, with what he's already been able to piece together, what we're gonna have. Do I need here. to do an intelligence roll? Well, so. You are both, so Theodore, you've already gained some from an initial glimpse, but over the next nine days, you're going to do a more in-depth study of this. Yeah. Um, so you will get an additional four points of Cthulhu Methoseo. Uh, Octavius, okay. you're going to get eight. Ooh. Oh, we're even. <laughs> um, yeah, because that's, that's how much you get from the study. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Fox, you're going to need to lose 2d4 sanity points. Five points. This is starting to make sense. Did, did, did um, we get? I know any, it's uh, fascinating, isn't it? Mythos for being exposed to that um, thing in the uh, the events in, in the, uh, the the basement of the uh, only the you only gained that Cthulhu Mythos knowledge if you had a bout of madness. Um, the kind of that insane insight of 
of the truth of things. Um, experiencing that 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 crazy kind of situation, um, you don't really get that sense of. Well, that's, that's that, what, that I, I, I squeaked. I was I was short of that by one point. I squeaked through that experience with my sanity <laughs> yes. intact, and I'm quite happy about the fact. So. <laughs> Yes. So you I'll were remain. you were sitting pretty with your zero Cthulhu mythos. I'm the same relaxing, rational man. Gaining sanity. Yes. <laughs> That's why I'm sailors. out just chatting with the sailors. Poor, having a nice trip. Morris. Taking in the sea air. He doesn't know. And so so yeah, so Octavius. Um the bulk of this text, um, seems to be focused on something called the Sug, uh, the Sugiwa, um, this great um, being that lives under the earth um, and it has multiple methods of contacting it, contacting its spawn. Um, it has some things about contacting some great horrific entity at the center of the universe um, and a couple of other uh, Things that are hard to discern their purpose, um, but yeah, it has these various uh, spells, or all you can really think to call them. Yeah, I'm afraid of the fact that it's probably all works. Um, if I can interject my own knowledge, this this whole thing was supposedly written by a, a sorcerer from Hyperborea. Hyperborean yes. wizard. And so the Safaki was under the mountain of Ormithida in Hyperborea. And ew, like a giant frog bat thing. Mm -hmm. And this is not all of this book. This is just selections yeah. out of it. So there's, there seems to be a larger text somewhere. Yeah, Theodore, do you uh, have the, the strong desire to get a look at that original text. I wonder what language it's written in. Yes, well, uh, definitely. I, if we can try and get our hands on the hands on the original text. Does say. it say perhaps in the beginning of its text, uh, translated from the by somebody into French? Alright, so what, what you have here um, is it seems to be it's a, a French commentary um, based on a, a Latin manuscript from the 13th Latin. century. So this is a French this is a French person transcribing their thoughts and um, passages from this Latin text. Liber Ivonis. Yep. Uh, right. I have a bit of Latin but not heaps. And what did you say? Uh, 16th century, 15th century? 13th century. 13th century. Yes, 13th Oof, century. That's all. Um, is there anything in my further reading that is going to help me with my card trick? No, there's there's nothing that there's nothing in here that that relates to anything uh, like the card tricks. You know, trying to divine okay. the future. Um, Nothing like that. This seems to be mostly focused on contacting these entities Which we don't um, and ways to uh, methods to invoke their power to have an effect on the world. Right. Okay. 
Yeah, uh, as you say, maybe we can try and uh, source the original text, perhaps, because... Well, we are heading for Europe. We might be able to find something along the way. But yeah. And again, I'm not so sure that we should be fiddling around with this sort of... It sounds oh, like definitely. terrifying evil. I definitely should not be uh, contacting any of these entities. We should um, not, you know... Most of our religious backgrounds have to do with uh, skepticism towards our own beliefs because we never get any proof of anything. Mm. And here in our hands is possible proof. The temptation to just cast a spell to see if it works is pretty high. With, with and with your extreme, you think you think that there is one. Um, that seems relatively safe. Well, its description is, is vague, but it talks about summoning a, a fog to, misdir to misdirect one's enemies. Uh, 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 an obscuring fog. At what cost? Does it mean that we're going to lose our freaking minds just for puffing out some clouds of fog. I'm not so sure that that's such a great idea. That, that is the safest one oh, so there's others. that you can find. So you, you find things um, that uh, there is a long lengthy ritual that, is, that talks about binding the, uh, binding the Lord of Chaos, um, contacting uh, the great children, um, Contacting the one that slumbers, uh, contacting the Lord of Waters. Um, Definitely don't do that one. Well, once done any of these things, you you end up binding yourself to that thing, yeah, whatever it is. No, we're not. Yeah. The fog oh, one, though, that's. Uh, well, what does the, the fog one entail? It just apparently, it just, in order to escape or to run away, you can create a fog to make it hard to find you. Sounds relatively safe, and it's a it's a series of of gestures, um, and phrases. Except, does it cause your soul to go straight to hell afterwards, or it does, does not something, say. Does something <laughs> come? Yeah. I, I'm saying it to him. I'm like, yeah, uh, you know, What's for all you know, it's like say? it's like this could be like the spells could be like mafiosa stuff. You mm. uh, you're gonna pay in the end. There's a payment, yes. So Thugua shows up and says, hey, you remember that little favor I did where I pooped some fog up there? Now I want you to murder a thousand people. Uh, I didn't know. <laughs> so while you two are, are um, have been spending your time pondering these things, Hauser and Frederick in your own little book club. Um, Hauser, from your reading and study of this, you'll gain seven points of Cthulhu Mythos and lose 1d8 sanity. Ah. It's already happened to Frederick, so. <laughs> uh, I think we should contact these <laughs> beings. Well, I think it is possible. But, um, oh, uh, Keeper, what, what was that again? The, the, uh, the up and down and... Yeah, you gained seven, uh, points, seven points of Cthulhu, Cthulhu. Mythos. And you lose 1d8 sanity. Oh, geez. Okay, here we go. 1d8. Come on. Two. Aw. 
<laughs> okay, down and then seven up. Okay, this is quite possible, I think, Frederick. But maybe not right now. I don't know if it would be wise to. Does it say how big they are? If we summon them on the boat, they might sink the boat. Uh, there doesn't seem to be, but the, these spells don't seem to be a way to summon them. It just seems to be a way to to contact them. Mm. Interesting. It would be interesting, but I think not right now. Right now is mm. we must focus on London and seeing where the leads go to. Maybe it will present itself in the future if we need to use this. Right now, it does not seem appropriate. I suppose. But I will keep reading. It's just a little bit more interesting. Yes. Uh, let me know when you get to the part about the... Uh, well, they, they described as conical. Then, then right. Let me... Yes. Let me, let me know if you... Uh, what, what, what you... What image comes to mind? Oh, certainly. We can cross-reference and maybe make our own notes. Yeah, yeah so it seems to be describing two separate civilizations. One seemed to be giant conical-like things that lived millions of, like, on the early stages of the Earth. Um, and it says that a great, a great disaster uh, forced them all into the future. I'm not sure what that means. Um, and then there was a race that came afterwards um, that then it suggests that these, this next group that came to inhabit the earth, uh, it seems that they've created humans. It hints at that very strongly. Interesting. Maybe when we find out what happens, what's going on in London, we can sit down and and dig a little deeper. Right, and Octavius and Theodore, I see you're starting to... Well, one can't help but like sort of practice the gestures without saying the words. Mm. We can both make education checks. Um, Standard pass. Standard pass. All right, so you are going, going through the gestures. Um, you have, you, you think you have the gestures down pretty well, mm -hmm. um, but not, not memorized yet. You kind of still have to look at the. Right. And you. And looking at the, because it's phonetically kind of spelled out uh, for a French speaker of how to do these, of, of the words. So you think you have the two pieces if you're looking at reference material? You think you so might be the able words, to do it. The, the chant um, is, the, so you're saying it's phonetically written in French, but is it the original thing Latin? No, the original is probably in some other language. And it's, that's why it's phonetic. Right, and it's not, it's not, the words are not in French. Right. It's trying to guide you phonetically with the spelling of what it's supposed uh, to sound like. How do you right. pronounce this here, though? 
the apostrophe in the tongue. Tagen, 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 no. Sounds Welsh. Sounds like a throat disease. Yeah. Sounds like Dutch. Yeah. Like Dutch. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sort of like look around the cabin that me and Fox are running and be like, "Well, oh, they don't let Dutch on this boat." <laughs> um, I'll just be like, oh, "Look, uh, this is probably a." Uh, one of the safer places, I guess, to, to you want to try this inside of the cabin. Well, I mean, uh, we don't know. Open a window, if I guess. <laughs> well, maybe we should like. We shouldn't be doing this. You realize this? Yes. Of maybe course, we but... should go to the back of the boat. Okay. Like you mean the back of the like on the on the, the back of the boat? Yeah. The, okay. The... Right. We'll go the there and deck. <laughs> give, it, give, give it a go. So we'll go to the back of the boat and uh, I'm going to try do that and speak oh, the Alright, make a power check. Okay. Do you want to see who, who does it first? <laughs> yeah. We can if you want. Because if, uh, if you turn into a frog lizard, man, that is I'm not going to do it. Buzzer. All right. So with that pass, how's it? Do it. You 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 say you say the. Um, I think they've gone somewhere. You say the words. You do the the gestures. You feel this great tingling surge throughout your entire body. You get really tired all of a sudden, and then both of you, this great fog just. Now, behind the fox, boat. fox. Uh, both of you can make sanity checks. Does it? It just happens behind the boat. It's like the and the ship yeah, is. Yeah, it's just cool. where he was facing. It oh, five. Just goes well. uh, I, I failed. All right, I one passed. point if you passed. One d four if you failed. Uh, I'm 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 very wary of magic. Uh, Fox, are, are you there? Yeah. Don't worry, we're pulling out of it already. Right. It has to do with the direction you're facing. That's kind of why I thought if we no, did it at good the back call, of the good boat. Call it, yeah. And you see that, that it, it hovers there for like a minute and then it completely evaporates. Interesting. Did I lose any magic points at all? Yeah, you did. You lost four. Four, okay. You, you gained them back one an hour? Is that yeah. It? yeah. Okay. So how did it feel? What was it like? Well, I, I got a it's like a, a tingling all over my body, like a pins and needles type situation. And and then it, it was my entire body. And then all of a sudden the, the fog just, it, it didn't, the fog didn't like, it didn't, I wasn't making the fog, the fog just appeared, but I could feel the power within. Very strange. Um, look me in the eyes. Yeah, I still don't know if there's a soul in there or not, so. I guess it's not going to... Uh, okay. My turn. I figure right. if you did it, I might as well do it. Yes. Pa, we, McLuhanoff, Cthulhu, Relich, Nagel, Dagen. All right, power check. Guessing that's what it is. Yeah, that, yeah. No, yeah. We played enough Call of Cthulhu. I think you know what the spell is. <laughs> what was that, a power roll? Yeah. Yeah, I got 53 out of 65. Yep, so that same pins and needles feeling, your hair all stands up on end. Um, 
and you get really oh. tired and <laughs> uh, so you don't lose any additional sanity um as you know that Baz one, from, one from thousand, realization that two one thousand three one thousand four one thousand how long does it last it lasts a minute and then it, in a minute and it's gone I look around to see if anybody saw us. Nope. Pretend like we're smoking all of a sudden. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so now we know magic's real. Never yeah. we can do that again unless we really need to. Yes, unless we need to get out of a sticky situation like what uh, what Christopher found himself in. We should teach the others how to do it. Yes. Well, possibly... Uh, Let's see how uh, Frederick and how, so they, they, as you, you did mention that they are both uh, mentally challenged at this uh, moment. So let's, let's possibly hold off before, because uh, I do feel a bit, uh, it did, did exhaust me quite a bit mentally. So um, I, I don't know about you, we might. How long do you think off. it would take to rob a bank? Well, I mean, it depends on how much planning you put, which depends on the bank. Depends on how long uh, the police would take to get to said bank. Um, I mean, if nobody can see anybody doing anything, what am I talking about? I can rob a bank. I've got enough money. So do you. Well, that's exactly. <laughs> we don't need to rob a bank. I don't know. I've got to sit down. i got to think about this. Wow. Maybe we should go... Uh, uh, let's go get ourselves a drink and something to eat. Something in our stomachs. If that's true, is the rest of this true? Well, yes, let's not try contacting any, uh, the, the one who slumbers or the, so, the water god. Revelation is a terrible thing there, Fox. <laughs> Start thinking about all the words that that was saying about how the reality is the dream of some blind idiot god in the middle of the universe. All right. And you feel suddenly very dizzy and very sick. Yeah, need to get a drink. Do I see him sort of stumble a little? I'm not stumbling. It's just, He's holy just, shit. It goes very yeah. pale. Very pale. Are you all right, folks? The implications. Let's, let's, let's go and get something to drink and some food at our stomachs, and we'll, uh, we'll meet up with the others. Come. Yeah. I think they've got chumbo shrimp. I like chumbo shrimp. Yes. All right, and with your shaky revelations or your nice relaxing sea vacation, um, you are all wake up on the ninth day. Um, about this will happen shortly after you discover your fog creating abilities. Um, you can see the shore off in the distance. And after a couple of hours, you all dock in Southampton. And that is where we're going to leave it for tonight. Excellent. Wow. We're becoming evil. Yeah. We're, we're magical. Uh, our players included Zane Fleming, Brian Daly, Mick Swan, Stuart Lightley, and myself, with Morgan Lillian as Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. 
the cost involved with the short provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. We have a new patron, Max Rosen, whose handle is Zoogflute, uh, has pledged $3 a month to our channel. Thank you so much, Zoogflute. Uh, if you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find the link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering the questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of the Lovecraft and all of the Until next time, good luck. Good game. Thank you.